0: welcome to nada grande outdoors this is rodney wood i'm here with my good friend and brother-in-law kyle jackson what's up we are here with you today on our second of a series of podcasts taking you through our hunting season of the last podcast we spoke a little bit about uh Uh, history of hunting as it pertains to new mexico and the new mexico department of game and fish kind of how the draw works um debunk some conspiracy theories got rid of some of that get that out of the way so we can proceed with um this year's hunts yeah well uh and not only this year's hunts but just talking
1: about you know factors in choosing hunts uh again yeah we want to uh, talk a, a little bit about that this is our perspective
0: exactly the way we like to do things our strategies we're going to share our knowledge a lot of hunters will cringe you know we're not going to share with you any specific locations uh but we're going to be sharing with you today some strategies some units um you know some some factors in choosing hunts like you said because honestly you know we want everybody
1: to enjoy hunting because we want more people involved in it that's how we uh that's how we can ensure that this tradition and and this legacy that we have of hunting and and conservation
0: continues exactly and uh so last podcast you know we really used our uh conservation officer our uh Law guru, if you will. Uh, <laughs> we leaned on him about, uh, you know, a lot of the um, rules and regs about hunting in New Mexico. Today's podcast, um, I get to strut my stuff a little bit. I get to tell you about my strategies, uh, factors in choosing hunts, and how I have made us so successful in drawing hunts. And I'm not going to complain because I get to go
1: hunting. He's a numbers guy. <laughs> I'm not so much. And so the one thing you got to know about Rodney is that when he puts his mind to something, he goes all out. And so it is with uh, with our hunting uh, plans. Uh, he starts planning from the day that we stop hunting
0: the year before we're planning for the next hunt yep yeah we started planning this year on january 16th because last year january 15th we were hunting deer yep um unsuccessful hunt but extremely successful it was so much fun didn't harvest the deer did not uh Don shot one
1: uh we Tracked him, but couldn't find him. Tracked we, him a long ways. Tracked him a long ways and lost him just because of the sheer number of deer that were in, in that unit. But, um, you know, I fully expected d to miss since
0: he missed. He can't hit any. So he he, he bought a new rifle. Right? Yeah. And, and you know how d has been telling me for years that a three oh eight is a lead sled and he can't stand it. Uh-huh. He bought a new uh, AR platform of a three oh eight. And absolutely loves it. Says it's his new favorite gun. And I've been ribbing him hard because... he's. Well, you should. He's, yeah, I do, I do. 308's a great it's round. It's a great round. you know. I mean, he brags on the 7mm mag. And I'm not going to say that that's not a, a good round. If you ask me, most rounds are good rounds. Uh, especially if you can buy the ammo at Walmart. Uh, it means it's readily available. And that's what I like. Um, but the 308 is a good round. And he's come to love it. But... He was bragging about how good he was shooting out at 800 yards. And I said, yeah, but how are you at 10? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the reason for that is because he has missed
1: numerous deer at 20 yards Uh, and
0: in. He he missed that big buck down there in Artesia. You were right there. 10 yards. Um, Yeah, I was standing 20 yards from him. Uh, The buck was laying down in a a sand dune. Had no clue he was there. No clue. No clue. 10 yards. And that was only the first one that he missed at that distance. He missed how many? He missed, what, he three missed or four least. gear inside yeah, yeah. of 50 yards? Yeah, at and least. And two of them inside 20.
1: And that one that I was watching, you know, the one that we're talking about that he missed inside 10 with a muzzleloader, I was sitting up on the on the cap watching you guys, and I'm thinking, he's standing on him. just I know. Just stab him
0: with a, with a blade, it something. Was, he was using shooting sticks. Yeah. Um, I can't I can't say too much. I missed one at about fifteen, but that was a, a whole again at twenty different set a <laughs> of circumstance. I hit that deer. Okay? I know you did. You knocked him uh, down. Day. I saw it. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, but anyway, um, we're going to get into some so the, the the first section here is uh, factors of choosing the hunt. Um, so the first thing that you're going to look at, the very first thing when you open the proclamation, is your status. Okay. Um, by that, I mean, uh, you know, what are you? Are you just a New Mexico resident? Are you military? Uh, are you youth, uh, mobility impaired, non-resident? Uh, each one of these uh, categories has specific hunts geared towards you. You know, if you're in the military, there's several hunts in the proclamation that are military only. Absolutely.
1: Um, and And uh, same with... Mobility impaired. Absolutely. So um, we try and produce youth-only hunts to get youth involved in hunting. And you want to assess whether or not those are hunts you want to put in for because the, the draw odds are really good for them for that specific set of people. That's not to say that you can't put in for any other hunt. You can. Uh, it's just those hunts are provided specifically for that group of people
0: exactly there's a much better chance of actually drawing that exactly Conversely if you're a non-resident We want you to know that there's hunts that you can't put in for you know cow tags in the state of New Mexico are for residents only Mm -hmm. Don't don't make the mistake of wasting your time and putting in for a bunch of cow hunts in New Mexico And then not drawing a tag and being bummed out about it, you know read your proclamation There's some some few specific hunts that are are geared towards specific individuals. Um, And then there's everything else, just the general hunts. And that's what we are. Uh, We're just plain old New Mexico residents, and that's the hunts that we put in for. Uh, So what are some of the factors, Kyle?
1: Outside of your special status or whatever status that you have, uh, probably the the first... Um, One of the first factors you're going to look at uh, is going to be your hunt
0: dates. And why is that such a big factor this year, Mr. Jackson? Why is the hunt
1: date such a big factor this year? Well, for us, and it may not, again, generally, this is a factor you want to consider. and And it just really kind of depends on when you want to hunt. Where you're hunting, etc., etc.
0: He's he's trying to get out. For, oh, he's, he's trying to get out of shut telling up. you guys for this year that what he did to us this year. Not intentional. Is almost not intentional. Unforgivable. Not intentional. You see what you're, happens? You can't hold it against. What happens on. is we go away on this wonderful, magnificent twelve day. Uh, hunt in 2B for deer last year and Mr. Jackson not counting ahead and not planning as I do. I began planning the day we got back or actually on the ride home. Um, Mr. Jackson comes home and proceeds to impregnate his lovely wife who is now due she's gonna appreciate that thank you very much now she's gonna
1: in one of her pregnant moods be even more anger than I had.
0: we I said it you did I was doing my husbandly duties what do you want me to do yeah so now he he's expecting child um it's I'm having good. a little girl
1: sometime between the end of September and mid-October, right. we think. We don't really know, because right. um, my wife thinks it's probably going to be earlier than what the OB is telling us, but we really aren't terribly sure. But, obviously, a bad time to have a kid. So be it. We're, that's where we are. That's uh, all right. yeah. Happy to be having... Uh, a healthy kid we are excited and we're excited for for more family we are excited no matter what rodney tells you (laughs) he's as excited as i am uh only it's going to be a little tougher
0: for me uh in the future we'll see absolutely you know both me and kyle we're we're fathers first and hunters second so we'll welcome the new new child and then we'll go hunting but it plays right into what we're talking about today Factors in choosing a hunt. Hunt dates is one of them for a lot of us, you know, uh, uh, us included. Um, one of the reasons that we're doing this podcast, you know, we're not professional hunters, we don't get to hunt whenever we want to, or on year round, or do go exactly. Know, we have to work it around our schedule, exactly. So, you've got to pick and choose, you know, uh, you got a lot of different factors that go into choosing a date for a hunt, you know, when you can get off. When you got to take your wife for a vacation, when you've got to um, have a baby, you know all of, all of these things come into picking the hunt dates that you want. You know, uh, if you're hunting archery, you're obviously going to be putting in for early September, uh, August for an antelope, um, or you know, for if you got deer you put in for some January hunts Think January January for deer you know so,
1: so also also what falls into that is is your weapon type cuz weapon types are fall during different parts of the year here in New Mexico again it may be different uh, other places you know i know um and it may be different according to whether it's public land or private land cuz some of the private land stuff hunts with rifles at the same time that it that the public archery happens and so you have exactly. to understand uh how that all works but speaking about the public draw take into account your weapon type that
0: may have play into your hunt dates exactly and and that played into a big factor for us this year typically we like to hunt with either um muzzle loader equipment or archery equipment this year one of the factors for us was was hunt dates um And so it put us into looking at
1: later hunts. It bit us in the butt is what it did. Well, it did. Because originally we had been told or were thinking that uh, this baby was going to come mid to late September. Come to find out our uh, OB is telling us it's going to be early to mid-October. But they didn't tell
0: us that until after we'd put in for the draw. Correct.
1: We'll deal with it as we can, but...
0: again so so we put in for some rifle hunts looking for some later uh, mid to late set um mid to late october hunts uh so that that kind of you know so we ended up looking at rifle rather than archery or um muzzleloader muzzleloader so those are a couple of factors another factor is location um this year uh due to circumstances we chose locations that are close to Kyle's home. Um, so if we do get to go hunting, um, we'll be close. We can, yeah. get, we can get back if needed. We can um, hunt from the house if we have to.
1: We can hunt from the house if we have to. If if she hasn't had the kid yet, we can hunt from the house and, and uh, try and be as close as possible. If she has had the kid, um, then will be close if she needs anything but you know she'll have her sister your wife and probably her her mother there to help her and we may get a little bit more uh, leniency in, in going hunting I'd cross my fingers I don't know yet but exactly. uh, it, uh, it just depends uh, in general you know where do you want to hunt what, exactly. what location do you want to hunt in is there a certain honey hole that you've always hunted Has your family always hunted there um that that location's going to play into it yeah um we some of the
0: locations that we want to hunt um the whole state the whole state <laughs> uh it's a goal of uh, particularly mine i've talked to my brother-in-law Kyle and uh another good buddy and hunting buddy of of me and Kyle's deedon um i've talked them into this uh this path of attempting to hunt big game animals in every unit of the state. Yeah. Uh, some people are after the grand slam for deer, sheep, or you know whatever it is. Uh, I think it would be a fantastic um, accomplishment to hunt, not harvest. We're not. I'm not saying we have to harvest one in every state, but to hunt in every unit. That's open to the public in New Mexico.
1: Well, and it's not hard to get on board with that. For one, because we like seeing new country. Exactly. If you've been to New Mexico, if you've never been to New Mexico, um, and a lot of people within New Mexico Mm -hmm. don't realize how fantastic New Mexico is. It's called the land of enchantment for a reason. Uh, there's such a wide diversity of habitats and ecosystems in New Mexico and such beautiful country and we're all about seeing new country, trying new things. Um if that's not what you're into, cool. If you yeah. just wanna hunt yeah. your hun- honey hole, that's fine, but that's that's I, one of the things that falls into it for us. Yeah, I did
0: I did it for a lot of years. Um, you know, I hunted unit thirty four for elk and deer all growing up. I never ventured out of thirty four, you know, it it wasn't until um My first hunt with you that I actually hunted. Well, I guess that's not Not the first first one. Um, I I actually hunted um, region in. If if some of you that are listening remember back to when we hunted by region instead of unit. They had the units, but they would group certain units together and call them regions. And we hunted in region in, which was three units, 34 29 and i think 30 30 30 29 and 34 was region n which is what i'd done most of my hunting in growing up um and then um me and you i think no it was me and deedon actually went on my first hunt outside of region n and did a deer hunt in unit 52
1: yeah you guys this was i think it was before i met you but uh you and he went up and hunted teepee?
0: Yeah. That, that country? Yeah. Yep. We did. We did a deer hunt up there. I, I did know you back then. That was the year that Obama was elected. We listened to it on the radio. Yeah, but uh, I hadn't met d at that no, point. No, you had not.
1: In fact, it took several
0: years before... I actually met Didon. I was afraid to get you guys together. I, you know, so you guys got to understand this. I've got I've got two best friends. And, and I, I say I've got two best friends because I've got two friends. Uh, one of them, I married off to my sister-in-law, and he's now my brother-in-law. That's my co-host, Kyle. Well, it was yes. A, it was a it was very a, beautiful, cunning. Yes. It was a good plan. Good, good plan. plan. Good, good, way to, good way to get you in the family and keep you around for a long time. Uh, The other is my good buddy, my longtime buddy, Deedon. And um, where the hell was I going with that? Well, getting us together. Oh, yeah, getting you together. You're scared. So, right. So, I've got two friends, right? And one of them happens to be a game warden. And the other one happened to, used to be a poacher. Now you can imagine the conundrum that I have here. I've got a best friend that's a poacher and a best friend that's a game warden. Kind of hard to really want to get them together. But eventually, my buddy D Don stopped poaching, and well, the biggest
1: factor was <laughs> the biggest factor was we pretty much laughed nonstop when we were together, mm-hmm. and the same with D and so you had a pretty good idea that it would be a dang good hunting trip
0: and it was oh, man, man it, it was. was fantastic uh, we drew um, 33 traditional muzzleloader hunts fantastic hunt uh completely different country than than what i was used to hunting in 34 you know i'm up in the mountains and the pines and then we go down there to the sand dunes and the mesquites completely different country goes back to why we want to hunt the whole state
1: and actually the only this that was only the second deer hunt i'd ever been on i would yeah. hunted deer with a bow one time down around uh carrizozo captain country uh with my brother but uh hadn't really been into hunting deer i was more into hunting elk and uh holy crap that changed my mind oh it was fun it was so
0: much fun just a great hunt if you ever get an opportunity to put in for it uh 33 there are some really big deer in unit 33 there's not a lot of deer um but it is fun every day fun fun hunt well with us it was yeah yeah that's true (laughs) so it kind of kind of gets to gets us to uh uh, another factor is your is your desire. So so what are you looking for in a hunt? Um, it it kind of ties in with location. You know, are you just wanting to hunt your honey hole? Are you wanting to hunt somewhere new? Well, and I think something that needs to be mentioned here is
1: in hunter education. If uh, most everybody has taken it or should have taken it, if you haven't taken it, I suggest it's it's a good course whether you're an adult Even if or you're a kid. Adult, yeah. Uh, but, you know, within hunter education, they're talking about the different stages of hunting. Um, you know, the the first is just getting out there and going hunting, uh, you know, limiting out. You get into the trophy, and then you just get into the whole experience. So uh, that all goes into your desire. Where are you at in your hunting
0: career? Are you, are you just-, just looking to kill an animal? Um, are you looking just to be able to go hunting? Are you looking to... Have an opportunity at a trophy. It uh, kind of ties into a location as well. You know, um, that'll that'll pin you down to to your desires and what you're looking for. Will pin you down. Help pin you down to a location. Um. After desire, um. Now you can look at the odds. It it kind of ties into the desire as well. Um. You can look at your odds and you can look at your harvest report. Uh, If you're just looking to go hunting, you you don't care. You just want the opportunity to go hunting. You want to look for a hunt within your date range, location range, that has high odds of drawing. Yeah. Um, If you're wanting um, a trophy hunt, you've got to understand that those odds are going to go down.
1: Yeah. And um, you may have to just weigh the odds of drawing a tag versus I want to draw this unit.
0: Correct. Um, Another factor is it may be uh, success. If If you are wanting to have the best opportunity at harvesting an animal, then you want to look at the harvest report, pick an area that has a high success rate yeah um, of harvesting animals and and so that's another factor you know it all depends on on your desire your uh, um, You know, when you can hunt, how much you can hunt. You know, do you want to go on a long hunt? If you want to go on a long hunt, your best odds are archery because those are the longest hunts.
1: Yeah. And if that's the case, then, and you've never done archery before, guess what? You're going to have to invest some
0: time, some money, and that all goes into that. Yes, it does. Uh, Right back to desire. Uh, How much are you willing to put into it? Um, So let's look at the strategy a little bit. So so once you've gone through and you've you, you recognized your status and, and picked your hunt dates and your weapon and your location and um, decided your desire level, um, now you get into the strategy of it. This is where I spend a lot of time. Um, and I think this is where
1: a lot of people don't spend enough time.
0: No, they don't. They, they don't. That's um, one of the things, the points that I want to drive home. Um, strategy, uh, educating yourself with the, the, the two best pieces of um, resources that we have for this, aside from the proclamation, are your drawing odds report and your harvest report. These are the two things that I use the most in determining the order in which I want to put a hunt. Right. Um, So so you've looked at your odds report. You've looked at your harvest report. You've got your hunt choices down, right? So, um,
1: based on your desire, you have your hunt Hunt choices. Correct. And... Maybe we're going to talk about this a little bit later. I'm trying to remember. But, you know, your hunt choices, try and understand what you're actually looking at. And, and again, you're talking about that can be done through your odds and through your harvest report. But also right. there's other uh, resources out there. Call Game Warden. Figure out what it looks like on Absolutely. the ground. Because a lot of these, this stuff is just stats that's yeah. been compiled and Your game warden on the ground is gonna know what what the hunt actually
0: generally produces you're you're absolutely right so contacting your game wardens your 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 locals um is is a very not a very good resource a very good uh place to get some good information kind of ties into your desire there because like for us the location most years not this year doesn't really matter We'll take care of that afterwards. For a lot of people, they they need to take care of it first because they need to know um, if it's an area that they can even get into. Can they walk in there? Can they drive in there? Do they have to ride horses? You know, these are these are things that they probably need to know before they put in if their desire level is low. Absolutely,
1: um, I can tell you how many people I've talked to who have put in for for a hunt and and they draw it and then they call me and say hey can you tell me about this hunt and i may have to break the bad news to them say look man that's a tough hunt mm-hmm. That's a really really tough hunt mm-hmm. or uh a mobile impaired guy calls me and says hey what are the roads like in this area guess what there's there not any none. yeah and so you those that absolutely goes back to desire and doing a little bit of homework in in, uh, determining those factors and choosing that hunt date so that you can put into effect a sound strategy in putting in for the hunt.
0: Correct, correct. So now we've broken it down, got our hunt choices, right? So now let's look at the order. On a hunting application, you can choose three... Specific hunt units and in most cases you have a fourth choice not all but in most cases you have a fourth choice you're not going to have fourth choice for say bighorn no um oryx for example those antelope there's a couple examples yeah. like that there's not a fourth choice for most of these hunts but for deer elk you have that opportunity for a fourth choice so you get three specific units you can pick unit 2b unit 2c unit 34 and you can pick a fourth choice your fourth choice is where i would imagine kyle that you get most of these questions from oftentimes yeah because your fourth choice is a quarter of the state you can choose let's say the northeast quarter and if you don't draw your first three choices, and there's a leftover tag after the draw is complete in that northeast quarter of the state, they're going to give it to you if you happen to draw it. Right, and it and may we be touched a on this
1: the last podcast. And I don't know. I don't remember if you fully finished your thought process on that, but we explained kind of how the draw goes. They pull your application. They, if your first choice is full, if your second choice is full. Uh, if your third choice is not full, then boom, you get a tag in your third choice. If all three of your first, your if the first three choices are all full, that application then goes back into the pot, and they into a second into a second pot, and then they pull that application for the for the leftover exactly.
0: Once the draw is complete, once they've went through all applications that have been submitted, if you have a fourth choice option, you're put into a new pot, and then after the draw is complete, they will begin to draw fourth choice hunts. And they'll go through those applications until they've went through them all or they've filled all hunts. Um, And if you get a fourth choice, it could be in a unit that you've never been in. Typically, those people with a desire to just hunt are going to put in for that. Yeah. And they may get a unit that they've never been in before and they know nothing about. And that's when they're calling and saying, hey, you know, what's up with this unit? So be, be aware of that when you... Select that fourth choice, that that may happen. So, when putting together your order um, for first, second, and third, what I like to do, uh, which didn't happen this year due to our certain you know certain circumstances, right? What I typically like to do, we'll use last year as an example. So last year for deer. We didn't have any special circumstances we went off typical strategy. So in my typical strategy, I'm going to take the hardest tag to draw and I'm going to put it as my first choice. And why is that? that's, That's because I want the best chance of drawing that hunt. So 2B is what we put in for last year, first choice. And why would I put unit 34 above 2B? Because I have a better chance of drawing 34 than I do to b So it doesn't matter. They're not going to go through everybody's applications and look at everybody's first choice. They're going to just pull an application. It doesn't matter. They're not looking at choices. They just pull your application, look at your first choice, see if it's filled. Look at your second choice, see if it's filled. So you, when your application is pulled, they're going to look at all three of them. So you want to have them in order. So your thought process is... Go for broke. Go for broke. Go for broke. And have a backup and plan. And have a backup plan. Exactly. Two. Two backup plans. Yeah. So if your desire is to just hunt, okay, you may not want to put in for B because that's a hard time to draw. You might want to choose three hunts that are all high success draw rates. Based on the odds. Based on the odds. If your desire is to hunt for a trophy but still be able to go hunt, look for a hunt that doesn't ever fully draw out as your third choice. Because there are those hunts. There's always leftover deer tags. Yeah. Always leftover deer tags.
1: Very rarely elk, but always, almost yeah, always deer. very,
0: very rarely elk.
1: Uh, one, or, one or two. of us usually.
0: Yeah. Uh, mature bull. Man, uh, I can't remember the time that I've seen an actual leftover tag. No. And if it happens... It's just because everybody got their first or second choice. Yeah, um, so I go lowest odds of drawing first, um, and then with with the second and the third choice, I put in a couple more factors. So, like I said, last year we put two B first, two B archery first choice. We want the if our application gets drawn, we want a shot at that one first. And then we put in for um, unit 33 archery. Archery. Now, we also put in for unit 33 muzzleloader, third choice. Yes. It's the same unit. So there's no other factor to look at there other than drawing odds. Drawing odds are almost guaranteed for our muzzleloader hunting unit 33 third choice because it's a primitive only muzzleloader no you can't use an inline you yeah. can't use a scope you can't use uh pellets you can't use Sable. sabos you, you have to use patch and ball loose powder yeah. side lock muzzleloaders only so it's only primitive muzzleloader and that's and, our fallback and that's our fallback <laughs> and this comes back to like we were
1: talking about the factors you can't just look at the draw odds because the draw odds may be it's a really good draw odds for archery hunt but if you don't hunt archery well you probably shouldn't put in for that unless you're willing to put in
0: money time correct all that goes right back to your factors hunt dates weapons location you know you've got to factor all that Hit your hunt choices and now we're putting them in order. Um, And that's kind of how I like to do that. Um, We have not been putting in a fourth choice. I can't really tell you why.
1: Well, I can probably tell you why. Um, And we're going to talk about this a little bit later on a different podcast. Mostly, the reason we haven't been putting in for a fourth, fourth choice is because oftentimes I've got some resources, I've built some relationships with landowners to where we can hunt where we want to rather than getting stuck
0: somewhere exactly. that we may not want to exactly. hunt. Which is kind of counterproductive to our let's hunt the whole state, but you know it's a it's a it's comes a risk. desire <laughs> comes back to <laughs> desire it comes back to the risk that you know that we're willing to take you know um, we like to kind of choose so um it's worked for us hopefully it'll work for you so next thing is that first fourth choice again we haven't been putting in for it if your desire level is that i just want to go hunt and i don't care where it is put in for that fourth choice you get to pick one quarter of the state pick the quarter that makes you happy take off you bet. So
1: we've talked about your factors and how that rolls into your strategy. And again, Rodney's very good at that. I'm, I'm happy that he's willing to share that information because it's information that a lot of people don't have or haven't spent the time that he has to develop that. And so uh, hopefully that helps you guys out. Um, we did a little bit different this year because our factors were skewed uh based on what we've already talked about, and my daughter coming
0: and all of that stuff. So correct. So what we put in for this year, let's let's get into that. That's, let's start with deer. Okay. Um we chose tree hunts that are located near you. We put in for unit fifty-eight. Yep. 57 and 56, 56. for deer. rifle deer. We're talking about deer. Uh, deer, all, all rifle. So the first one we put in for was deer 1-378. Let's look that up in our proclamation real quick, Kyle, while I'm going through the numbers, just so we can see which unit. Well, we know what unit that is. That's unit 58. That's 58.
1: We chose fifty, and that was our first choice. I Correct. Believe.
0: So the drawing odds for that. When you look at total hunters was uh, 23%. So they give 30 tags and there was 130 applicants. That's total. That's residents, non-residents, the whole nine yards. Um, 23% drawing on. So basically a quarter, you know, uh, a one in four shot. That's that second hunt, October 27th through the 31st. Correct. in unit 58. So the other hunt that we put in for the second choice was deer 1-371 and that is that's right
1: next door in 57 same dates
0: same dates same dates for all three hunts rifle all three hunts same dates again our special considerations this year that's a 27 percent chance there was 25 texts given 93 applicants um i get all this information right straight from the drawage report that's on the new mexico department of gaming fish website the third choice was deer 1-366 same dates just a little south in gmu 56 yeah so that one was actually the lowest percentage Uh, when it came to these hunts um i kind of did a little backwards this year uh simply because circumstances I went with uh, 58 first choice because there was 30 tags and second choice was um, 25 tags and third choice was 15 tags so this year I used the tag numbers as uh, my guideline typically I'm going to go mostly by percentage um, or area Uh, this year it was tag numbers We were wanting to keep it close. We were wanting to hunt. Uh, So I went with the 30 tags first and rolled from there.
1: Yeah. And you kind of did the same thing in elk, right? Elk... um, Well,
0: no, you didn't,
1: actually. No, no.
0: uh, I remember that elk. Yeah. About why we did that. Yeah, so so I, I did... And I didn't. So, the third choice that we put in was a hunt that you really didn't want to do. It was an area you really didn't want to hunt. But um, it was an area that was up here and close. Yes. And so, So that's... It actually has more tags. And so, first choice was... First choice was um, unit 54, elk 1-370, 31% drawing odds. And that's the Colon um, Neblet South. Colon Neblet South is 20 tags, 64 applicants. Uh, we had high odds, high chance of drawing that. I really wanted that one. We put it first. Yeah. Um, and typically, I would have put it third. That's the closest to us. So the Closest to me, yeah. to where I live. Correct. So the second one was for the Eureka. 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 Uh, it was 14%. There was only 10 tags given in it. Um 69 applicants we put it second simply because you really didn't want to hunt the third unit um even though it was um 76 tags there was 478 applicants to 16 percent draws um unit 45 oh that's right yeah so um again our circumstances this year dictated how we went about that um, for antelope, Kyle doesn't put in antelope with me and Dedon. Um, he he's went with me. Um, just really doesn't have a desire to kill an antelope. So, me and Dedon put in. Um, I put in archery for the northeast corner of the state. It's antelope two dash one eighty four. It's a great hunt. Fun hunt. Um, I, like, like Rodney
1: said, I I don't put in for it just because I don't really have a desire to kill an antelope because you got to eat the daggum thing. I may develop a desire later on, I don't know, but I had just as much fun going with him and yeah. and making stocks and, and spotting for him, but uh, at this point, I, I just don't, I didn't have the money, and I, I didn't really have the desire to hunt an antelope this year, and that's why that, that went the way it did.
0: There you go. So, the, the second choice and the third choice, and I, and I don't have the odds report down here, but... The reason being because I didn't choose these hunts by their odds. Um I went with rifle one twenty one, that's antelope one one twenty one. That's down south by me. Um and antelope.
1: Yep. I think 121's up by me. Is it up is it up by you? I'm pretty sure. Uh, let
0: me look. And then one seventeen.
1: I thought they were down by me. No, I'm, maybe they are up by you. Pretty certain one twenty one is by me,
0: yeah. So
1: 121 is the uh, pretty much the northeast corner. Uh, the rifle hunt. That's right. The 500 tags.
0: What about 1-117? Uh, 1-117.
1: That is down by you. That's down by me. Yeah. So I
0: knew I'd put one down by me. The first two I did up up around Kyle. Um, he knows a lot of people up here. Like he said, he's got some good contacts. So, uh, be- and actually, yeah. that one was just because. I know
1: the I know the country. He would have been under the current system, we talked about uh the rule cycles and things like that last podcast. So if you miss that, go back and, and take a look. It's some good information. But under the the current system that's the last year that this is gonna actually happen, he would have gotten assigned to a ranch uh with with a rifle tag and because I know most of the country, uh there there would have been a good opportunity that I would have known Uh, the country and knowing where the antelope hang out and all that stuff and that's why he put in for that one over the one down by him
0: uh, just because i don't cover that country exactly so and then and then third choice was down there by me um you know it would have only been the second time i've ever hunted antelope and the only the third time that i've ever put in for antelope you know so um the factors that i put in for those weren't drawing odds and they weren't number of tags it was location uh time is in august so time you know really really wasn't a factor um and that's that's what we put in for yep so um if you'll stick with us and come back for our next podcast we're gonna answer the state question red or green thanks for being with us appreciate it guys
1: uh come back and we'll we'll keep going